Okay, welcome to the first episode of Forming the Future, a look into eugenics. I'm Rachel Kinchy, and this is my younger sibling, Alex. Today, our episode is going to be focusing on the backstory of eugenics and how it has evolved into its current form. An advisory warning is that this episode will contain themes of racism, sexism, and abortion. If you are uncomfortable, we understand, and we hope you have a good day. Now, let's get into it. Alex, do you know what eugenics are? No. Okay, so basically... Uh, what we know eugenics, what most people think of eugenics is that uh, eugenics is the form of um, breeding the proper, like, the, the it's designer babies is one of the things that pops up. But um, basically choosing what humans are allowed to procreate and what traits are allowed to be passed on. Oh, yeah. You talked about this before a little bit at dinner. Yes. Yes. So I have talked about that at dinner. Um, so... Uh, today we're going to be learning about and talking about like how that started and where it really started. Cause interestingly enough, it's actually like, when you look at the grand span of history, it's actually a relatively new concept, like only a century and a half years old, years old, century and a half old. Hmm. Um, so do you know the name Francis, uh, Gellion? I think so. Okay. So Francis Gellion. He lived in the earth, earth, early 1900s, and he is the one who actually coined the term eugenics. And the term eugenics uh, is uh, means good birth. So the uh, how he started this. Do you have a reaction here? That's a weird. I yeah, it's weird, right? It's good birth, good child, perfect. It's weird. Um, but but the reason why he started this term is because he believed traits such as intelligence were genetic, which is why high-class families tended to stay high-class because they were uh, they were uh, intelligent by nature and therefore would continue to, be, continue to be intelligent and then would continue to make more money and stay high-class. Whereas now we know that intelligence is really not genetic and is more based off of uh, nurture versus nature. So, like, the high-class uh, children were staying intelligent because they actually were getting an education and they were learning about the stuff that was important versus the lower class weren't and then they were not as intelligent per se. So, um, so how he did this, how he came up with this thought was he saw how um, dogs and horses were being bred Um for better traits and thought that humans should too. That's kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, talking about like, hmm, this dog needs to go fast. We're going to breed it to go fast. And then applying that to humans is, it, it, it's weird. Like we, when you're looking at it, how we function is more based off of like, this person is good at this. So they're going to do this versus I want my child to be an athlete, so I'm going to specifically make sure that I am an that I have good tra- like I am an athlete, and I want my kid to be an athlete. So I'm going to make sure that I procreate with somebody who's also an athlete, so that we can produce the su- best super athlete baby we can. Yeah, that's not how that works. It's not how that works. So, um, so he started the eugenics movement around 1900, and this stayed prominent until about 1940. Do you know what else ended around 1940? Um, that's not women's vote. Uh, no. A giant world event. 
Oh, World War II. Yeah, yeah. So the reason why this kind of all stopped was because people were going, hmm, eugenics, this is a good thing. We want better babies. We want better humans. This is a good idea. World War II happens, and Hitler also is approving of eugenics. And the Nazis are like, yeah, eugenics, this is great. And all of the Americans who were like, eugenics kind of went, oh, never mind. If the Nazis like it, we can't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, and the reason why Hitler obviously liked eugenics is because Aryan babies and get rid of the Jews and yada 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 get rid of the gays. It, yay it was basically what? Yay bigotry. Yeah, yeah, yay bigotry. So what this led to with um, people being in favor of eugenics is what most people don't realize is that thirty states in the United States passed sterilization laws. What does that mean? So sterilization, uh, basically, you know how like um, when people are like, I don't want to have any more kids or I don't want to have kids, period. They will uh, have a tubal ligation mm-hmm. or uh, they'll have their testi- testes tied, testicles, testicles tied. Mm-hmm. So basically they can't have babies anymore. So <clears throat> with these 30 states that passed sterilization laws, six, 64,000 people were forcibly sterilized. No, that's bad. That is bad. Um, and unfortunately, this mainly focused on people who were disabled. Uh, but this was early 1900s. What do you think counted as being disabled in addition to what we consider being disabled? Any mental health. Any mental health problem, being gay. Um, a lot of people of color were thrown into this as well. Um, but things such as hysteria, which we now know is not real. Hysteria is... Um, what they diagnosed women with when they were experiencing any symptoms that men were like, mm, she's crazy. Mm-hmm. She get she cries when she's on her period. She has hysteria. Like that type of a situation could lead to a tubal ligation, which is the steriliz- sterilization of a woman. Mm-hmm. Where it, oh, sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Uh, wasn't there also like a forced sterilization to indigenous women like Canada in the 1900s? Um, possibly. I wouldn't put it past them. I don't know about that. I The one that I focused on, I mostly focused on U.S. history here. Um, there is, uh, as we'll get into it later, but uh, the, uh, in California in 2000, from 2000 to 2010, there were illegal sterilizations happening in prisons. Uh, so unfortunately, when we started getting done, I don't want to say getting done, but when they started running out, of people to forcibly sterilize that were in mental hospitals or were disabled and such, they moved on to poor people, kind of tying back into that uh, higher class, lower class thing of higher class people are producing better better children because they're smarter and they have, look, they're becoming se- successful business people and they're like producing better babies and their babies are living longer. They were thinking that poor people in turn were uh, producing worse traits, low intelligence, uh, not lo- um, l- very low longevity, which means like how long they would live. Because if your baby got sick back then, oh, your baby's sick, your baby would most likely die. Um, versus if you were, especially if you couldn't afford health care. Um, so they were sterilizing uh, poor people um, because they also thought that. Uh, poor people, that being poor was a crime and we needed to get rid of crime. So that was one of the, yes. So is um, eugenics just tons of like classism? 
it started with a lot of classism. Yes. Uh, it's still kind of classism, it, the, especially with the uh, California thing that we'll talk about. That's definitely classism as well. Um, but they also, like I said, they also wanted the unwanted traits to stop being bred, um, stop being presented. So like you, you could use it if we're looking at it at simple terms, if they were thinking of eye color, they would basically, instead of looking at it like intelligence, if they're looking at eye color, they'd get rid of every, every person that had blue eyes. They would not let them have children. They would sterilize them to get rid of blood. Like that essentially is what, if you look at it at a dumbed down version, that's essentially what they were trying to do. Um, and around this time, uh, one of the craziest things that I found was that the Supreme Court ruled in favor of sterilizing a woman after she had a baby out of wedlock. What does that mean? So out of, having a baby out of wedlock essentially meant that she had a baby when she wasn't married. So she wasn't married to the guy she had a baby with. And she also wasn't married, married period. Here's the thing. Most people think she was raped. Okay. So when they say that she had a baby out of wedlock, it essentially means that she had a baby with someone who she either wasn't married with or she wasn't married, period. The thing is that most people think she was raped, which is not, yeah, which really sucks that the Supreme Court ruled in uh, forcing a tubal ligation on a woman who had already been raped, was then forced to have the child of that person, and she's already and she's being shamed for having a baby out of wedlock. That's a lot of trauma. That Yeah, yeah, it's not cool. It's not cool. And the craziest thing about this is that a direct quote is three generations of imbeciles is enough. Jesus Christ. Because apparently, like, uh, a couple of other generations have had, like, problems like this beforehand. Which is just, it, it's crazy to me that the Supreme Court was like, yep, she's stupid. She got raped. She she shouldn't have a ba any more babies. It's just crazy. Mm -hmm. So, now, moving past the 1940s, 19, early 1900s, um, we're now looking at early 2000s. So, uh, well, a little bit before the uh, early 2000s. So in 1994, um, in California, a case-by-case -case basis was required for sterilization of people in prisons. What does that mean? Uh, what does what mean? The whole sentence. Okay. I just heard prisons, sterilization. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, a case-by-case -case basis means that doctors could basically apply for, hey, this we think this person should be sterilized. Can we get approved for this? Um, and then they'd have to get approved by people who were, um, like, authorized to give that approval. So higher-up doctors or people who are higher up in the prison system. Um, and then afterwards, they would perform mostly tubal ligations or uh, tying of the testes on people. Uh, why did the doctors want them sterilized? So um, it's basically similar reasons as to why we said earlier uh, to a lot of people are kind of like, oh, well, they committed crimes. They shouldn't have babies because they're going to make their because their babies are then going to do crimes, too. And it runs in the family, blah, 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 which it again, nature versus nurture doesn't necessarily mean the same thing. I and mean, when you're looking at things like uh, substance abuse, like it's one of those things of like. They're basically trying to do the same thing that they did to the poor people. Of like, you did something we don't like. We're going to make it so that you can't pass that on, even if it's not necessarily genetic. Um, so they, yeah, they just didn't want them having any more babies. Uh, 
And in 2010, uh, people found out that there was incomplete data within sterilization records in California prisons, specifically women's prisons. Um, And what that meant is that there were a bunch of sterilization or tubal ligation uh, um, processes, uh, surgeries, yeah, um, that had no approval. And then we're just done by the doctors going, yep, we're going to do this now. Screw the system, blah, 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 blah. Um, and nearly 150 women were sterilized without approval with it from 2006 to 2010. So within four years, 150 women. That's gross. Yeah. Um, and what's even crazier is the fact that a lot of this happened to women who were uh, having children in prison. So women who either uh, who were coming into prison pregnant or got pregnant while in prison, um, they'd basically come back like, you've had kids, you're done, right? And they'd be like, mm, yeah, I guess. And they're like, great, we're going to sterilize you or you're going to perform a tubal ligation. Um, and it, it was a big deal because one of the other things is that a lot of women were saying that it was like, it wasn't like, hey, would you like a tubal ligation done? And they go, yeah, yeah, I think I'm having kids. I just... I don't want to worry about this anymore. I'd just rather be safe, have this done. It was, what about the tubal ligation? Oh, I'm not sure about it. No, no, no. You should really get a tubal ligation. Like, it was almost forcibly put upon them by, like, this needs to happen. It's for your own safety. What if you get cancer? What if you have another kid and it doesn't survive? You're so old. Maybe you should just have a tubal ligation. It's for your safety. Like, it. a lot of, yeah. Not good. Yeah, yeah, not good. Um, and one of the more horrific stories is one woman recalls she was in labor when a doctor repeatedly asked her if she was also getting a tubal ligation, even after she responded that she was only there to have her baby. So basically, imagine you are in what probably one of the most stressful situations of your life. You're high on adrenaline. You're in prison. You're probably not with your family. And your doctor keeps repeating. So I know you're having a baby right now. And I know that's like the top thing on your mind right now is the fact that you're giving birth. But what about this other surgery too? Can we just do that while we're in there and go snip, snip and you're done? She's like, no, I don't want that. And he comes back five, but I don't, and they come back five minutes later and go, so tubal ligation, what are your thoughts? She's like, I, I'm just here to have my baby. So over and over and over again, she's like, I, I felt like I was being forced into it. They wouldn't take no for an answer. That's not good. It's if not someone good. says Jesus Christ. If someone says no. Yeah. So it's it, it's one of those things where like consent is important and medical approval is also really important. So there's mm-hmm. two big like what the heck's going on here that's not okay. Did she get the thing done or was she able yeah. to Yeah, she got it done. Yeah, which it, it, it it's not cool. Because they're also what they're doing at that point is they're also taking advantage of her high stress levels. Mm-hmm. So, um, at this point, we're almost to where, uh, we're almost to modern day, which is our focus for uh, the next episode. So, do you have any big questions about anything that we talked about here? Is, like, because I know you've talked about it at dinner before. Yeah, yeah. With, like, Iceland having the highest rate of abortion because people don't want disabled people. Highest rate of abortion related to Down syndrome, yes. Yeah. Is that, does that fall into, like, the eugenics category? Yeah, that's actually what we're talking about next time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's next episode. Um, so, yeah, basically, this is just kind of like explaining where how it kind of started. Like it started with 
this dude, Francis, and he's like, well, dogs get better when we breed them so that they're better, so that we can breed them for specific traits. And it's like, we want this dog to be strong. So we're going to breed it. So we're going to breed a strong, we're going to get like a bunch of strong dogs and we're going to keep breeding stronger and stronger dogs. Why can't we do that with humans? It seems like such a good idea so that we get stronger humans. He doesn't seem smart because also there's a lot of issues with dog breeding, like breathing problems, health problems. Yeah, and, and they like and and part of that they didn't realize that at the time, and part of that is this was also around the same time where that started becoming more of an issue because people are like, again, kind of kind of relating to eugenics, but also kind of found of like we got to get that perfect breed, we got to get that perfect breed. Which have you seen like pictures of like the difference between dogs from then versus now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Like how how much dogs have changed in like 100, 200 years. Um, so yeah, and, and at the time we also didn't know a lot about genetics, about like what were actual traits, because again, he kept thinking intelligence and like the ability to earn money. Those are all traits. Like those are again nature versus nurture. But like there might be some things where you're told that like you might have a better time uh remembering information, but that doesn't necessarily translate to you're going to be more intelligent. It's going to be off of how you grow up and your actions and, like, the schools you go to. Um, so, yeah, it, 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 a lot of stuff was wrong there. And it's something that I feel like I'll, uh, I didn't hear about this much. So it's something that I think is important to talk about because we're listening to all... Uh, it's, it, uh, it's not something that is being talked about and it's a giant portion of our medical history here where we have, like, almost... 50 years where it was like super prevalent and everybody was talking about it. And then the Nazis agreed with it and we're like, shh, don't talk about it anymore. Mm -hmm. Like it, 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 we wanted to keep it hidden and it's, but it's still here today. And as you said, we're looking at things that we don't necessarily deem eugenics, but technically falls under the idea of only having children that we deem appropriate or like good enough to actually live, which is, a problem and is leading towards like more sci-fi issues um right now i talked about like classism and stuff mm -hmm. um we're also most of like the eugenic supporters capitalist because that i have no idea okay i'm assuming because it seemed like a capitalist idea I, well and one of those things is that like it, it, capitalism was obviously in favor there because mm -hmm. again we're looking at world war ii and world war one where we're like fighting for uh we're fighting for what like the, the United States based off of, and one of those things is capitalism and democracy. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So, uh, next episode, obviously, as I said, we're going to be talking about um, the modern day stuff. So, like you said, abortion rates of uh, people who have disabilities and how is that problematic or is it even problematic? Um, and uh, so we're going to start next episode by talking, by kind of going uh going over the California prisons again, and then we'll talk about kind of the more modern day issues. So thank you for joining us this week. Next week, we will be diving into current events such as terminating pregnancies relating to Down syndrome. And we hope you join us again to help form your future.